I've been seeing the Father's face. Hebrews 1, he's the light being. That's what it says in Greek. He's the light being, amplified classic. God the Father is the being that gives us light. And I've been going into higher dimensions by love and by invitation and by Jacob's ladder and by revelation and going higher and higher just in divine intoxication and receiving love and this intimacy realm is so new to me that I feel not inadequate but just completely vulnerable and open like I've never done ministry before. That's what it feels like, like I'm completely unprepared even though I've been doing this for 11 years. It's just so new and fresh and these realms are so unknown to me and anyone in the body of Christ and anyone in the bride of Christ and anyone in the friends of the bridegroom marriage carriage company here today that it's kind of like starting over and everything brand new and it is the Jewish New Year tonight and it really is it's a new day for the whole universe we've been seeing 444 888 Three 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 five five five. I mean, just continuously for years, 10, 15 years, and I know almost all of you have too, as you've been rising in the anointing and going from glory to glory, you're passing through the angelic sphere. You've actually been passing through the second heavens this whole entire time. And your body doesn't know what's going on, <clears throat> but that's why the Bible says, Walk by faith, not by sight, because later on you'll understand. Jesus told his disciples, right now, I'm just doing a work in your spirit, and your brain cannot comprehend the things I'm doing in your spirit. Later on, when I renew your brain by the work I'm doing in your spirit, you'll understand. You've been going through the second heavens this entire time. That's the great tribulation, is going through the second heavens into the third heavens, into the gates of God, living in the city of New Jerusalem, living in a city of divine love where there's no more spiritual warfare. That's what we're pressing in for, and that's what we're sacrificing all for, and that's what the Great Awakening is all about, is revelations of divine love so building up your hearts that it lifts your soul up into the third heaven. And when you open your eyes, it releases through your mental ray and burns the natural realm on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. So it's not like coming down. There's no ups and downs. This ain't diabetes. It's always up. Amen. It's always up. We always stay high. We never come down. It's just you need to be built up with revelation in your belly to have your spirit launch your soul that high in the spirit. Because there are elevations that your souls live in. Jesus taught on elevations of cities. Capernaum, will you be lifted up into the heavens? No, you'll go down into Hades, Jesus Christ said. And then he talked about all the different elevations of going from one degree of glory to another degree of glory. And if you study that out in the Greek, it actually says dimension to dimension of glory dimension. And that's your soul being lifted up in resurrection power. Philippians 3.10 having obtained the resurrection of the dead even while in the body. It's a spiritual and moral resurrection of your heart and mind 
and the whole time your body is counting for nothing. Your body gets the overflow of everything that transpires in your eternal spirit man, which is your spirit and mind, your angelic nature. Your body is clueless, and all of the curse of the fall is the training through the body and the brain, and all of it just burns when you rise from the dead, and it, that's why there's so much persecution, is because all religious activity of the external realm is of he who's in the world. And all eternal activity is of he who's in you. And that's what we're developing by revelation, by eating the word and fellowship one another and love feasts and building each other up, praying always in the Holy Spirit and praise and worship. And all the stuff we do is to constantly build up our heart and stay higher and higher all the time, going from glory to glory, going from love to love or revelation to revelation. Revelation is the living word that you walk on. It's walking on sapphire pavement. It's having so much revelation that you're just walking on earth as it is in heaven in every area of your life bathed in cream and butter. It's not some outside job God sending an angel. This ain't the old covenant. No, this is the internal working of the Father in you, building up and developing your spirit and transfiguring your mind to fully yield to the Father being formed within your own spirit life. You should be able to look at other Christians and see the Father in them because that's real Christianity. The Father in me does the works. Jesus Christ, firstborn amongst many. Amen. And you too are filled with the Godhead and made full, Colossians 2.10, and have already reached full spiritual stature. Paul said in Colossians 2.10 that the moment you're born again, you're in full spiritual stature. Then why don't you feel it? Because your brain is still a mess. Romans 12.2, then after you're in full spiritual stature, after your spirit's regenerated and exploded with all the power of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, then it goes through the soul, which is the whole process of the bride coming out of the wilderness in the Song of Songs 8 chapters. It's having the soul catch up to the spirit. And you go through the night watchman, you go through all the crap of the world, you get betrayed by a million Christians, everyone calls you a witch, and you get kicked out of church for being drunk in the spirit, you get too wild, you start redeeming sex language and curse words and, and culture and actually transforming civilization and no one can understand what you're doing. You go through all of that. Why? Because you're rising in your soul to the Father's level of intelligence. God's omniscient. He's really smart, and He's really, really awesome. He's wonderful. How can I even begin to describe my Father? The Father, His main objective for your life is for you to be free from your brain, to enjoy perfect union in your spirit and your mind with Him all the time, for you to be completely cleansed in your conscience so you can know Him face to face on the inside of your own bodies, the temples of God the Father, the Holy Spirit. Jesus had the Holy Spirit without measure, amen? And He said it was the Holy Spirit. No, He said it's the Father. Jesus called the Holy Spirit His Father in the Bible. If you are not calling the Holy Spirit in you out of your belly flowing rivers, the Father, you don't know Him. Now it's time to know Him. You know Him by yielding to Him and getting out of your head and into His headship. It's all about the mind of Christ and zero about the mind of man. The mind of man is the seat of Satan and the Antichrist. It's called the seven-headed beast in the book of Revelation. 
The seven-headed beast is the mind of humanity. It's exactly what it is. Because it's a carnal mind. Romans 8, the carnal. What's carnal? Beast. Animal. Flesh. Animal flesh. The animal flesh mind is the seven-headed beast that the whore of Babylon, all false Christianity rides on worldwide. I don't care how many Bible schools you've gone to, how many miracle signs and wonders you've done, none of that matters if it's done in the soul realm and not the spirit realm. Jesus Christ said that you'd still go to hell if you did all your Christianity in your soul instead of your spirit. He said that. And it's actually written several times in the New Testament that if you had a Christianity that it was about your soul and, and just being good in the soul, you'd still go to hell. As about the Father's goodness like a river in your heart. That's what saves you. Getting out of your soul into His soul is actual salvation. Are Christians saved? Pfft. Wow. Only those in the river. It's true. And people that aren't in the river, they're having their hands cut off, their legs cut off, their arms cut off, their heads cut off. Because they're, they're not as saved as they think they are because their salvation's in their heads instead of their own spirit. You're not going to ever get anywhere in the kingdom or real Christianity unless you recognize your spirit and the Father as spirit. And you do that by eating the Bible. <laughs> you cannot overemphasize the scripture, the Logos written word, because it's the Logos in your spirit that solidifies your mind to see God in your own heart. <laughs> You'll always get weird. It'll always get perverted. It will always stumble and fall. There will always be sin until the whole Logos is written on your spirit and your brain is completely soldered into the Logos in your spirit. We have this written Logos word as an anchor for our soul. So that's how you know this is never-ending revival and it's not a fading glory and it's not a fading love. Because heaven and earth pass away, but His Word remains forever. And now the Word, <laughs> the problem is, is we don't know the Word in the depth of the Father's glory and we think we know the Word. But we haven't come into the experience of the Word and we're not walking in Eden, we're not walking on sapphire pavement. Our intimacy and our level of revelation is very minuscule. We think we're adults in Christ, but we're actually infants that need to have our diapers changed. And that's why people are offended in their pride, like constantly offended. If you can still be offended, you're an infant in Christ. That's true. That's actually written in the Bible. If you are capable of being offended by anything you are still an infant in Christ because the Father is not formed in you. The Father is omniscient. Omniscience formed in you. How are you going to be offended if you're omniscient? Are you saying you're God? Yeah, I am saying I'm God. <laughs> Have I not said you are God's? Is it the Father in us or is it Satan in us who's just weak and can't do any of these things and that's why we're so religious because our salvation is not based on the actual New Covenant and the New Testament Scriptures or the power of the Holy Spirit but just Satan's teachings about God in the brain. Isn't that the truth? We got a form of godliness that denies the power thereof or denies that the Father has come in the flesh. Anyone that says that Jesus Christ has not come in the flesh is the Antichrist. Now, let me break that down to you 
according to the Apostle John's level of revelation. Anyone that denies that the Lord Jesus has not come into your flesh and that the Godhead is not in you physically is an antichrist. Anyone that denies that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is inside your body is an antichrist. And that's 99% of Jezebelic, false, horror Babylon Christianity in the world right now. They'll tell you to raise your hands to heaven like the Pharisees of old to Jesus and give God the glory. But God wasn't out there in space. God was standing before them and the Father was fully formed in Christ right before their eyes. And they said, give God the glory. But the God they were pointing to was Satan! Satan! Come on! They were pointing to the devil and it's exactly the same today. They want you to worship the devil. They deny that Jesus came in the flesh. They deny that Jesus came into your heart, came into your spirit, and took up residency in your body. That's the Antichrist. Everyone that tells you, raise your hands to heaven. Give God the glory. Where is God? He's in your, he's in your hearts. He's in your bodies. He's in your spirit. He's in your soul. The issue is, after you ask Jesus into your heart, the Antichrist comes and he denies that Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit actually came inside your body. And you're just a peasant. You're just, you're just a worker. Go do, 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 do. Don't actually believe anything the Bible says about being a royal priesthood. You're not a king. You're not a queen. You're a peasant. You're scum. You're a sinner. You'll always be a sinner. You're not perfect. See, that's the Antichrist activity that puts all of that garbage of the fallen angels of the condemnation of the curse of the law on your brains after the Father Himself came into your heart. And if you can reject the lying demons of Jezebel and all the principalities in the world that are continuously lying to you, and if your mind can acknowledge that Jesus did come into your flesh, then your spirit will overtake all those lies and those seven mountains dissolve around your body and you walk on streets of gold. You walk in the golden glory. You walk in Eden. That is truly the simplicity of overcoming the world, the full acknowledgement that Jesus came into your flesh. Anyone that denies that the fullness of the Father has not come into your spirit is an anti-Christ. It's true. You watch a manifest. That will separate the sheep from the goat, the wise from the foolish, and the tares from the wheat in all Christianity worldwide now. Those in whom Christ is fully formed and those who are serving actually an external Jesus that is no Jesus at all. They're serving He who's in the world. They're worshiping Jezebel. I've seen it in open vision. They're not worshiping Jesus. Because if you worship Jesus, you have to actually worship Jesus inside each other's hearts. Let that prick your heart. That's the truth. Are you serving the Jesus that came in the flesh? Or are you serving this false Jesus that's out in the world somewhere? Because you're in false humility and you don't acknowledge that the Godhead came into you. Well, I don't want to worship a human being. You're not a human being. And you're not worshiping a human being. 
You're worshiping the Father, but the Father only came into the flesh. This is the new covenant. The old covenant was the external crap. It was a terrible covenant. The new covenant is the perfect covenant, but you're only in the new covenant if you acknowledge the fullness of deity in each other's bodily form. Any denying of that is the work of Satan in their souls, and that's why you're so beat up and condemned all the time. Because you're not in agreement with the New Testament scriptures, Christ in you, the hope of realizing the glory. Who's Christ? Christ is the full representation of the Father. He's the fullness of God the Father. And you have Him inside your hearts. It's the most important thing you'll ever wake up to. Until you realize this revelation, you'll be serving Jezebel in all your religious activity. I don't care how much you pray in tongues, how much you fast, how much you raise the dead, how much you give prophecy. All that stuff is completely irrelevant if you're not in a new covenant reality, a new covenant revelation of Jesus Christ fully formed inside your flesh with your mind connected to Him on the inside. Without that, you're not even saved. That's why they manifest so bad, because they're the servants of Jezebel. Anyone that knows the Father in the inside can't be offended, but those that don't are offended continuously because they serve Satan, who's the author of pride, and their egos are pricked. Their pride is pricked. They're full of lust and perversion because they don't know the Father's pleasure on the inside. And so when the pure company, the friends of the bridegroom, come around like a limousine with champagne corks popping and it looks like the Playboy Mansion in the biggest party you've ever seen, they're going to condemn it as the devil because they have no grid for the Father's purity. No grid for the Father's holiness. They don't know Him at all! They know Jezebel. That's why it's so deceiving to get involved in strange fire. Unauthorized fire is why so many people are perishing, serving the knowledge and the appearance of things that are good in the natural realm and never having their hearts built up in the Father's love. They don't even know Him. This love realm is the eternal Sabbath day's rest. And we're seeing multitudes not being able to enter in because they were trained by Jezebel and not by Christ and not by real apostles and prophets, or at least mature ones. They weren't trained in revelations of divine love. They're completely unprepared. They're denying their seat at the feast table because it's outside the religious box. They have to still be workers. They have no grid for being lovers. Only the lovers will be saved. Only the lovers. The marriage supper of the Lamb is for Marys only. And there will be millions of Marys because everyone wants love, you'd think, right? Except religious people, self-righteous people, goat people, stubborn people, people that love self-righteousness and the praises that come from men. Look at all my works. Look at all my crusades. Look at all the stuff I'm doing in the world. And it's just, does it even glorify God? Maybe a little bit. Maybe people believe in God seen it. I'm not saying there's nothing there. God can use that stuff because people get saved by it all the time. The issue is, you can't mature by works. Works cannot mature your spirit. You'll stay an infant in Christ forever if you stay a worker. The only way to mature is by becoming a lover. 
You have to become the song of songs made flesh. That's the love song. That's the foundation of everything else. And the love realm is the rest realm. The main thing you do is make love one to another in each other's hearts. I have found the promised land flowing within you. It is written. Making love. Not sexually, spiritually. Song of Songs says, I have found the promised land inside you. Where? Brother to brother, sister to sister. That's called real Christian fellowship. That's what the love feast was of the first century. That's what the true apostles, John, Peter, James, taught. How to find God acknowledging Jesus came into each other's flesh and knowing each other, God to God, inside each other's bodies. And then building each other's spirit up and lifting our souls up into the heavenly sphere to rule over the earth as a marital canopy of white fire. The white dove love. That's actually the wedding dress of the bride that covers the nations. Because of people discovering this real new covenant Christianity. And coming out of the mixture of serving Satan. That's why people are so screwed up. They get born again and serve the devil. I mean, 99 point, I mean, like literally everyone. If you read Song of Songs, this is at one point in everyone's Christianity, you served the devil and thought the devil was Jesus. That's literally what the Bible says. There will be times where you are, you'll swear to God of the Bible. That's why you get frustrated because you think you're serving God, but you're serving Satan because Satan pretends to be God in every deception from Genesis to Revelation. (laughs) And he can use all the second heaven stars that fell from heaven to come as an angel of light to deceive. But the way you'll know, it's always on the outside and it will never do anything to build up your spirit on the inside. That's why John says, 1 John 4, 4, greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world because Satan will never build up your spirit. You'll never know the river being built up from your belly and flowing out of your face like Matthew 17. Jesus Christ had the river of life pouring out of his face on the mountain of transfiguration. If that's not your reality, there's no question about it. You've been ripped off by Satan your whole Christian lives. Because the revelation of love builds up your spirit for your face to outpour the fullness of his glory. When we were young, we knew in part. When we're mature, we know face to face. 1 Corinthians 13, that's not when you die and go to heaven. There's not one verse in the Bible for when you die and go to heaven. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on earth. Every verse in the Bible is for on the earth for you to have heaven on earth. 100% from Genesis to Revelation. Otherwise, it wouldn't be here. God would have kept it in heaven. Every verse is for on earth. You need to know Him face to face. Those that don't are going to have a hard time because all the stuff blocking you from knowing Him face to face is demons. Demons! Hundreds of millions of demons that are lying to you constantly from the external realm telling you how you can be good by your effort. Here's a false vision. Here's a false dream. False visions and dreams? I mean, that's like all Jezebel does. The false prophet principality of the whole planetary system, all she does is lie to you with false signs and wonders, false dreams, frogs coming out of the mouth, a false river of life proceeding from the mouth of the red dragon. It's all lying religion. There's a lying religious system of the second heavens that has deceived the whole world, the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. Every Christian, during their Christian walk, has been completely deceived by it. And if you haven't, 
well then you're still deceived. Because the Bible says you'll have to uncover the deception of all of it in order to have all the understanding of the Father, the wisdom of the ages, formed in you by the Spirit of wisdom and by the Spirit of revelation and intimate knowledge of the Father of your glory until Christ be fully formed in you. Amen. It's true. So it's incredibly humbling. (laughs) That's why people freak out because everything they thought they knew is a lie. And then you reveal true, intimate knowledge of a a fiery coal, every word out of your mouth, a double-edged sword, and they freak out. Because you're just revealing that my whole life, everything I've wanted to do, everything I've invested in, all my money, all my ideas are a lie. They're bogus. They're crap. They'll burn. They're based on the natural dimension, shifting sand, building on sand instead of the solid rock. You built in the natural realm, in the soul, instead of the spirit realm on Christ. That's the solid rock or the shifting sand. And in Christianity, 99% of building is shifting sand. That's, it's more than that. That's an underestimation. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but now, there are people here, a remnant of a remnant of a remnant, the friends of the bridegroom that are in the marriage carriage. There's 25 of us in the marriage carriage right now that are starting to really manifest the fullness of deity in bodily form, really becoming new covenant temples of the Holy Spirit, greater than Solomon's temple, inside a human vessel. The fullness of God the Father's power dwells in you bodily. You didn't get a sliver of God. Colossians 2.10, you're made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. You didn't get a piece of God. You got all the fullness of the Father. If you don't believe it, you won't walk in it, and you forfeit your birthright, and you have fallen angels over your head. And you'll be angry and offended by everything. And people will get blessed in front of your eyes, and you'll miss your blessing, you'll miss your inheritance. You'll be lucky if you get into heaven. Because you have to receive grace. You have to receive the gift. It's too good to be true, but it is true. That's why you need to spend a lot of time in the Bible to reprogram your mind to the gospel. Because this is not a human message. This is not a human programming. This is not natural. It's supernatural. The Spirit of glory honors the Word, and as your mind begins to believe it, you materialize your ancient coding of what you were to be had there never been a curse of a fall. Whoa! The ancient record, your first blood, had your parents never sinned, had you not been born of original sin. When you're born again, you're a new creature, 2 Corinthians 5.17. All things are new. All. That means even your genetic coding, the butterfly coming out of the cocoon of the fire of his revelatory love, and it's bursting within you, and it's trying to tear off the grave clothes from the inside out. Many people are not willing because they're cowards. Because it's uncomfortable and it goes against all the wide path of destruction and it goes against all the seven mountains and the seven-headed beasts and Jezebel that's in the world. So of course, anyone that goes in these directions according to the scriptures and the apostolic grace that's given to you from Jesus Christ will be severely persecuted until it's all dissolved and then the whole world is added unto the overcomers. Ask and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, says the Lord. And that's what's going to happen. People that have plowed into this love dimension, the hundredfold glory realm of divine love of King Jesus' harem, 
will open it up and dissolve all satanic systems of kings and generals, horse and riders, and rich and poor, and, and completely dissolve all the sins of every seared conscience of all humanity. As it is written, Song of Songs 8, You have become my prisoners of love. Whoa. So we've been prisoners of sin, but when the righteous take over the heavens, we become the prisoners of love? The nations are getting imprisoned in divine love. That's what we've been warring for this entire time. We know about the prisons of the fallen angels, the prisons of the flesh. We don't know anything about the prison of the spirit, the prison of glory. Well, you're about to. It's called the apostolic covering of the bride of Christ, becoming the prisoners of divine love. A lot of people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. I've been doing this thing for a long time, and the people that hate it are the ones that are supposed to love it. The professional clergy, the ones that have the whole Bible memorized. A bunch of freaking Pharisees and Antichrists that hate the freedom of the Father's love. They're nothing like the Father at all. The Father is so loving and perfect and generous that He will give you grace as long as there's even a smidgen in you that wants to grow spiritually. But then someone slips up on a cuss word and all hell breaks loose against them and this is the most disgusting ministry in the universe, someone said in Red Letter Ministries last night. Like, really? I mean, imagine if a sinner came into their church and you know, just had banged heroin the day before. They'd be stoned to death. Let alone if someone drops a cuss word trying to redeem sexual language like Song of Solomon. I mean, it's just insane how demon-possessed these people are, how self-righteous they are. It is so sick. They close the path for them to enter the love realm because they're self-righteous. Their righteousness is not based on a gift, the river, that has nothing to do. Their righteousness is based on men and women and being good in their brain. They are the workers of anti-Christ activity. They're called the riders of the seven-headed beast. They are the sorcerers of Babylon the Great. They are the carnal-minded Christians that only enforce their knowledge and appearance of good, and it has zero to do with God the Father. That's Satan's army. Satan's army is the whore of Babylon that rides the seven-headed beast that serves Jezebel instead of God the Father in spirit and truth. Oh, there's millions of them. I've dealt with them every single day of ministry. Millions of them. The Antichrist is called carnal Christianity. Satan is the most perfect Christian that's ever lived. Oh, it's true. In the soul and in the flesh, but a dead spirit. But since we're not discerning, we can't even tell it's Satan. We think it's Jesus. And everyone's like, give God the glory. He's out there. And they deny that Jesus came in their flesh. That's what you're dealing with now. That's the Antichrist. That's the opposition against our marriage carriage. That's the opposition against the glory of God. Is that we don't acknowledge that the fullness of deity dwells in each other. That we just give Jezebel all the glory, raise our hands to Jezebel. And you can see how fresh and new this realm is that people are struggling with even hearing it today. But it will unfold. Can you worship the Father in spirit and truth and not worship a fallen angel above your head in the, in the second heavens. You haven't even seen real Christianity yet. Most of you have never even seen what the Apostle John walked in, what Paul walked in. And we're just complete and totally anti-Christ because we don't acknowledge 
that we've been made full of the Father. If you're full of the Father, everyone's constantly interacting with the Maker of heaven and earth every time they're around your body. How they've treated the least of these, they've treated me, Jesus Christ said. So the least of these can have God the King fully formed on the inside of them, and they're treated like crap, they're on food stamps, they're dishonored, they're rejected, they're despised, they think, they think they're crazy because they're the most on-fire Christians on the planet. Listen, the times of being mistreated are over by the world. This is the paradigm shift of the ages where the holy people of the Most High God possess the kingdoms of this world and the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdom of our Lord and His Christ, our Father and our Christ. Amen. Because we acknowledge the new covenant and we woke up in revelation to how great we are in Christ, that we are kings and priests of Melchizedek. God told me today, you be Melchizedek. Be the fullness of the kingship and the priesthood of God the Father on the face of the earth. Anything less than that is false humility. False humility. You need to be Melchizedek. Oh, I, yeah, well, eat the Bible until your mind is renewed because the Father will be formed through your spirit and you will be Melchizedek. You will be King of kings and Lord of lords. Oh, in all humility with not a drop of pride because you'll acknowledge the Father and it will have nothing to do with your brain or your flesh. And you'll transfigure into celestial flesh because of so yielding to the Father. And you'll be just like Jesus who's already transfigured, firstborn amongst many. Those that go all the way in this crucifixion with Christ and this full yielding to the Father in them and the full yielding to the greatness of your spirit because God the Father lives in your spirit will be transfigured. These people are going to be transfigured in front of religious people's eyes. And they will weep and gnash their teeth and they will blaspheme God the Father fully formed on the inside of true Holy Ghost filled Christians that acknowledge who they are in Christ. Divine royalty. Kings, priests, lords, everything the Bible says you are will be fully realized and manifest before everyone's faces on earth. And those that attack it will be attacking the Father and they'll kill themselves. But those that like it will remain on the earth and enjoy the millennium reign of Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. Partner with Rether Ministries. Donate at Retherman.com. Magnify this message with your giving. Donate and be blessed. We'll see you guys Monday because tomorrow I got a going away party for my little brother. He's moving from Minneapolis to Vail. His wife got hired by Vail, so he's so excited to get an all-inclusive snowboard pass. So taking tomorrow off. We'll see you guys Monday. Monday, we love you. Be blessed.